here's the first episode. Hello, dear viewers of either the YouTube channel or the podcast. We are here with our first podcast episode talking about why gaming is crap. Alex, would you like to start us off with a topic? Uh, I guess we'll just start off with actually recent stuff. The whole Microsoft recently, as everybody should know by now, Microsoft recently bought Activision, Blizzard, and some other ones. I can't see the names off the top of my head, but those are two main ones. And then a while back, they also bought Bethesda. I think Sony just bought Bungie, actually. Which did Sony? Didn't Microsoft buy Bungie? Oh wait, not Bungie, not, not Microsoft. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, let me look this up. Let me look this up. I thought that's what happened because you know they literally just announced it like this week that they bought Bungie. That's that's interesting. I think that is something I thought I dreamt that up, but I can't believe that's real. Yeah, I guess. Nick, you've, you probably know, you've, I mean, hell, Bungie made, what, the original Halos, so, you played those, so what do you think about it? I'm thinking, because, you know, Bungie used to be Microsoft's flagship studio, I guess, before, in the Halo things, and with the fucking, uh, what is it, uh, Destiny, when Destiny came out, nobody really liked it. Yeah, Destiny and Destiny too. But then, I heard that Activision, which, I might be wrong on this, people were correct you down in the comments for those who watched this on YouTube. But, like, uh, because they bought Activision, I thought um, Bungie was going to go back to Microsoft, and Microsoft was going to take it and be like, yeah, we're putting you back on fucking Halo, because 343 can't get their shit together. But now they're bought by Sony, which, I don't know how that's going to go. Fair enough. I, I thought that the, the Activision buy-up, which, despite what people think about it, I think it'll turn out pretty good for Activision, because Activision's pretty shit. Bobby Kotick will take his money and leave, so to speak. Yes, and about that, I know one of the big things that Microsoft, I'm 90% sure they uh, officially announced that, from now on, CODs aren't going to be yearly. They're going to take a year to two years to make one COD game, which I think is huge because, in my opinion, I think the reason the last, what, two, three COD games have been terrible is because they're rushed. Yeah, and, like, annual releases... And I, I think that's a big thing. Like, there's no longer a four-year development cycle. There's one-year development cycle. <laughs> this makes the game shit. They have to sell it broken and then fix it later. And some of them don't even fix it later. I don't even know if Fallout 76 ever got fixed. I used to play that back in the day when it came out. Oh, no, that game's still broken. Which, also, that brings me to one of my next notes is just rushed games. Because I was about to mention that... um. Cold War, for as much shit people give Cold War, you have to understand the fact that they made almost 80% of Cold War under 9 months in quarantine, which is is crazy to think that they made that much of the game in quarantine in the short amount of time they had. So, and I think Cold War came out alright. It's not my favorite COD, but it's not the one I hate the most. I'm not a COD fanboy, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Vanguard is a shit. Enough said. Yeah, like, people... I was reading things about Vanguard. I thought the, the Warzone was pretty cool, but that's because we were all in our Battle Royale phase, and eventually I grew 
I can be bored of it. I think the only cool COD game I actually played that I liked was Black Ops 2. And I played that thing for like a year or two straight. Ryan and me can tell you stories, all sorts of stories about those days. But yeah, like, uh, just all these acquisitions up by these companies, it's like Sony is trying to stay afloat. Like, Microsoft has, like, three quarters of the game industry or something like that. Yeah, they are buying out all these developers and all these franchises, which can be a good or a bad thing, depending on what you look at it. At one hand, I feel like it's going to start up another quote-unquote console war, which I know that recently was a big thing, what, a few months ago? But, like, literally, they were down to comparing every little thing about the Series S and X and PS5. So, my question is, who's still buying PlayStation? I mean, I know Xbox doesn't have any games or anything like that, but PlayStation, at least for me, it wasn't relevant for, like, the past 10 years. I will admit, I feel like Xbox definitely has the nostalgia factor. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, it does. I feel like you still... You you hear um, everybody talking about, all oh, the 360 days, but this could be because I'm... We're on Xbox. We all the three, all of us here are on Xbox. So we are around the Xbox community. But you always hear about I at least I always hear about going home and playing Halo or Black Ops Three on not Black Ops Three, Black Ops Two on the three sixty, but I never hear anything about the PS three or the PS two. Anything. I've heard something about Spider Man. That's it. You guys you two especially have missed out on, like, some of the greatest games of all time. Alright? Like, the PS2. The PS2, right? They had all the games. And then my father bought me, like, uh, it was, like, maybe early, maybe late 2000s, my father bought me the Xbox. And then I switched that. But then that's because the or the PlayStation 2, they stopped releasing the good games. And most of them were made by Naughty Dog. They were Jack and Daxter, there was Crash Bandicoot, there was Sly, it was just, like, all these other different games. And then you also had had fucking some of the racing games in there, some other platforms that nobody cared about, um, and an Xbox had like I think like Blinks and Vex, which I haven't seen much of that. Didn't Xbox acquire um what is it called? I can't think. A Naughty Dog? Not Naughty Dog. No, they didn't. What were, the, what were the two that you said? Naughty Dog and who else? There was Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog and somebody else that looked very similar. They Sly. They made. Was the Naughty Dogs make Spyro? I don't think Naughty Dog makes Spyro. I what's the company that makes? I can't think of the one that makes uh Banjo Banjo Kazooie. Oh, I don't know. I never grew up with Banjo Kazooie. They, I know they were really big for the um whoever made Banjo Kazooie. I'm pretty sure I might be talking. I might be spitting nothing but bullshit and nonsense. But if I remember right, um. Whoever made Banjo-Kazooie, they were really big on a lot of the games for the original Xbox. I can't think of the company for the life of me. Yeah, let's look it up. Let's look it up. THQ. I know there was one major company in the, in the when the first Xbox came out that really was behind half of the games. They also made... I'm pretty sure they also made the... um, What's it called? Conk's Bad Day or whatever it's called. The one Conk's the- Fur Day or something like that. I conk, Conquer was a really fucking good game. I love that game. Which, believe it or not, Nintendo Nintendo owned Banjo-Kazooie all up to 1998 to 2000. I remember hearing that. 
But like THQ made a lot of good games too. Destroy all humans. Or no, that was made by Pandemic Studios. Sorry. But I, I remember getting cool ones off from them. Or playing a lot of cool ones from them. So I had the discs right over here. I want to talk about Overwatch and Overwatch 2. I never liked Overwatch. Why is that? Because I haven't played it and I'm not a Blizzard fanboy. Over, I grew up on Overwatch 2. That was my like first multiplayer game. That was my favorite game. Oh, that also brings me to another point I was going to bring up later, but I guess we can tie it into this real quick. Now that Microsoft has all of these new companies, they've already announced that COD's going to stay on what it is, but do you think they're going to make any other one of them exclusives? Because they could make Overwatch 2 an exclusive. I hope they make Overwatch 2 an exclusive. I I would also think that'd be a very bad idea, by the way. But, uh, no. Why is that? that because they're screwing with the fan base. Now, as for, like, cross-platform, I heard a whole bunch of theories about this. Like, they won't do that because they don't want... The, the Blizzard fanboys are on mostly the PC. Right? Yeah. Probably some of them, but not all of them, don't own an Xbox. So, when you split up the, the player base, you basically just cut your money right then and there. You just lost so much profit, and people will fucking hate you. It would be a PR nightmare if they did that. Now, as for, like, putting some things, like, I don't know, would you say Overwatch is not on the Xbox? I thought Overwatch was on Xbox. Overwatch is. Overwatch is on everything. Overwatch is on everything. I've, I have it on my school PC. But, like, they're not going to make that an exclusive. That'd be like shooting yourself in the foot. There'd be no profit in it. And it's like, same thing with the, the Sony, or the things on the PlayStation. Why They don't want to fucking sit there and cut the market off by just making everybody buy, X or buy Xbox. That'd be fucking stupid. They want to have their shit on PlayStation Store. Because they're still getting an amount of revenue from that. And there's even talks of people saying that, well, uh, they might put Game Pass on the PlayStation, which I think is funny as hell. That's How are you going to do that? What? That makes no sense. Doesn't PlayStation already have, like, their version of Game Pass? Yeah, it's just not as good. It's just not as cog. I, I don't know. The guy I used to work with said about the PlayStation Network, and I was like, like, wow, that seems pretty terrible. And, like, PS something had, like, free internet before, and then the play or the PlayStation Network was terrible. I don't know. Somebody in the content or comments who has an actual... PlayStation used to, to flush this out because I'm an Xbox, a PC fanboy. I used to, not used to, I have every console. It's just that my Switch broke a while ago and I don't own a PC. I have played through the entirety of Spider Man. It was great. I loved it. But there are some very dumb things with the PS4. I will say that it wouldn't let me, like, buy anything because I had to verify my account even though they wouldn't send me an email. And they said I had to get uh, access from a parental guardian when my own, when my account is the only account on there. Oh, that's because parental controls. That's not PlayStation's problem. Perhaps. But, but I didn't put any. Also, what you said about Game Pass is... Also, it also ties back to... um. 
the whole Microsoft buying all these companies. I know I, me and AJ, we talked about it for a few minutes the other day. People are saying that they want them to put the old COD games on Game Pass or some other the old games. In. I know AJ brought up the point of if they did, they'd be losing money. But realistically, when you think about it, Black Ops 2, which is the one that everybody wants to put it on Game Pass, still, till this day, if you buy it on Microsoft Store, like I'm looking it up right now, Black Ops 2 is still $50. And then, I'll also tell AJ, if, you, if you're buying Black Ops 2, you're most likely going to want to buy the Season Pass for, hell, the Zombies maps. That's what I bought it when I bought it. I bought Black Ops 2 in its Season Pass. So if you're buying Black Ops 2 in its Season Pass, you're paying $100. So, who really is still buying Black Ops 2 in its season pass nowadays? Like, sure, there's still going to be a couple people buying it, but I think they'd make more money by throwing them all on Game Pass. And, uh, which also leads me to saying that people also think, or I help, even I think that they're going to increase the price of Game Pass, which I can understand why. People, like, maybe increase to, what, $20 a month? Which... Is understandable because you have all these recently, all these brand new games that come out day one on Game Pass. Sometimes even early access on Game Pass. Like I know, Back for Blood, I had early access for that on Game Pass. I did too. That was so. That was so lackluster in so many ways. Yeah, which I also want to talk about that in a moment. Um, but GTA. The, yeah, the remaster of GTA, the San Andreas was on Game Pass. Played it. I thought it was good. Yeah, it's all right. I played partially through it, but I've never been a fan of the GTA games. They're just not my cup of tea, I guess you can say. But most importantly, I feel like the biggest one, Halo Infinite. From day one, it was free on Game Pass. And originally, what's it's like $60. So... You have these $60, $70, $80 games that are coming on Game Pass for free day one. So, would you guys... I know I understand if they up, up the price to $20 a month, but what would you guys think about it if they up the price or did something? wouldn't be very happy. I don't think they'd do that. And also, that'd be fucking just retarded. That'd be even more of a gap for it, because at that point... This is why I like PC. I just pay for the game, but... At the same time, like Game Pass is really cool. It's a really, really cool idea. You want to pay fifteen dollars a bu- or a month to get all these access to all these games, which some of these games are on fucking life support. Not mentioning any names, but some of these games are on fucking life support with these uh, with Game Pass, and they also bring back old titles, you know. Yeah. But to up the price would be like, there you go. It might as well be fucking. Again, if they up the price like PlayStation would have to like 40, 40 bucks for a Game Pass or twenty bucks. For Game Pass, that would be retarded. I don't think they'd do forty, but I can kind of see them up the price to, because it's what fifteen a month for Game Pass Ultimate. Make Game Pass Ultimate hell even seventeen dollars, or if they up the price a little bit, because think of, I feel like what a lot of people don't think about is they think about it from the consumers side of the, I they think of the consumer side. And not the producer side, because hell, you know how much money they probably lost on releasing some of these games on Game Pass. 
like they definitely, no doubt in my mind, they lost some money from Halo Infinite from releasing it on a Game Pass. Are you saying you're on the company's side? Fuck you, man. You do realize that some games have been on there. Yeah, why are you on the company's own? Oh, no, I'm not saying I'm on their side at all. I hate half these companies, but... That's like AJ saying that fucking Overwatch should be exclusive to the Xbox. Who would do that? Jeez. Because it's good. I feel like it should be an exclusive. Oh, no, no way. You, you do know that fucking games like... Zoo Tycoon have been on Game Pass for like six years plus. But it's not an exclusive, which means more revenue for the actual game. And also, that's retarded because you're getting a game that's mostly PC audience on the fucking X or trying to get them on the Xbox, trying to make them buy an Xbox. This is going to piss them off more. Exactly. He knows what he's PC Master Race. PC is not Master Race. I'm not. Get, at least we don't have to spend over a thousand dollars to get a good PC. I didn't have to pay that for that this PC. Because you're poor. Because your PC sucks, Nick. You know how many times you complained about it. You know that's two of your about your. Exactly. No, I've complained about fucking programs because the programs are overly complicated, and I'm a newbie. And Nick, I've loaded in faster into games than your shitty PC. I have an Xbox Series S. Dude, the Xbox, generic Xbox. Well, we got it, man. You bought an Xbox One S. No, um... That also wanted me to say to another thing. There's a lot of shovelware on Game Pass. But Steam is... You you know what you're buying, I guess. You, or I guess you could say. But with Steam, you buy a game, and you're buying the game. Like, you can look at the game and see what it is. Which, I guess something was um, this, but there's a lot of 360 games on Game Pass. How they have all the Banjo Kazooie, they have Banjo Kazooie, NMB, Banjo Kazooie. I'm just saying that I feel like there's, I, I guess you could say, trash on the on Game Pass. There's a lot of games that if there's a lot of games that nobody would play. I, I do think that there's a lot of them, like, especially... For me, I'm not a 2D side-scroller guy like that. What was it? That one game you guys tried to get me to play. What was it? My friend... Friend Pedro. Yeah, I never got into it, because I, I like the 3D space. I beat it in two days. But that doesn't mean it's inherently bad. That's more of a subjective thing. Some people like the 2D side-scroller stuff. I like some of them. But yeah, like, uh, some of the things, like the weeb shit that you like, I fucking hate that with a passion. I lay hey hey hey. Listen, River City Girls is a good game. It's a good side scroller. It's a good side scroller. What are, what are you guys? Talking? I missed what happened. We're talking about the side scrollers and some of the other things, but like it, again, that they're not inherently bad from a or regular person's perspective. But I guess like everybody has their own taste. Although there is some. Like fucking Battlefield, what was it Battlefield Five? Brian tried to get me to use it. I couldn't get into, and I still had to pay for. That's unfortunate. Who the fuck are you thinking? Like, who the fuck are you thinking I am? I come to fucking Game Pass to get free game, or well, not free games, but I pay a fucking fee for it. That, can we can we take a second to talk about EA? Uh, EA what is it? Play, play? EA so, Play. EA. We'll be talking all day, bro. There's crash games on EA Play, dude. No, there's no crash games. I said trash. Trash. Oh, well... Hey, when you dare talk to my Mass Effect series, except for Andromeda, you can have Andromeda. But the rest of them are all my babies. Mass Effect is garbage. In my opinion, how honest, 
half of half of EA's games on here on EA Play are the FIFA, the PGA Tour, and UFC, UFC, and Madden, and all the two Ks. Bro, if you play Madden, what do you I, mean? I I think it's stupid. The whole fact of um a sports game. I also think it's stupid. I'd rather go outside. Yes, because first they're they are what the, almost the exact same game every year that you're paying sixty dollars for. You could literally watch the Super Bowl and get better content. Or yeah, but also I feel like I I don't know why I don't instead of playing um basketball sports it's not a game no i i hardly consider them games as well they're kind of stupid instead of playing nba live 19 i'd rather actually go outside and play basketball honest to god i don't go i don't play anything outside or go outside because i like inside but i'd rather do that than stay inside dude and play a game that is meant you know I don't know. I I go outside and follow his friends sometimes, just not in the winter, because I mean I'm not gonna go outside in the cold. I would love to go out in the winter. I go outside for school in the snow, bro. I sent you pictures. It's nice and quiet and shit. It's like Alex goes out, like he's just shopping in Walmart, and like he's just inside Walmart. He's pulling out his fucking lightsaber and starts wagging it around. <laughs> <laughs> when when Alex tells you not to go to school, he's gonna fucking slaughter the younglings. <laughs> The young <laughs> I'm about to pull. I'm about to pull up. They, I'm about to pull up. Master Skywalker. There's too many of them. What are we gonna do? This world shall no pain. All you see in the middle of the hallways is just, just a lightsaber. Yeah, and also that's edgy. What? What's? What's edgy? What? I don't even know where my thing is. Uh, the whole fucking slaughtered thing. All right, Nick. So you want to do hot takes, or we can ju- we can just do lightning rounds real quick, right? Just throw a whole bunch of. Uh... No, no, don't fucking do that, man. Let's. I want to go back to EA because EA did have some good games. They EA sucks. So the best thing they got is Star Wars. Mass Effect series started becoming shit when well, it was shit at Andromeda, right? But then they also had the Dead Space series, which even though people didn't like Dead Space Three, I still like Dead Space Three. Even though it wasn't scary, it was definitely an action game. Because stupid and contrived, but an action game. EA has some bangers, but most of the time they're kind of bad. Like, like, there's Star Wars, there's Battlefront, then there's Battlefront 2. I didn't like the, the new Battlefront, but Battlefront 2 is pretty good. Me, the, you can take this with a heavy grain of salt, me being the Star Wars fanboy I am. Hell, I, bought, I paid two hundred. I paid 200 dollars for this lightsaber I have in my hands right now that I just showed you guys. I... Uh, I think they've done amazing on every Star Wars games except for Squadrons. I know I, I just yeah, Squadrons wasn't that good in my opinion. Squadrons was cool, but it it was one of those games that is cool for. Five it was a good idea, but it wasn't a, a lasting title. Yes, you know? it was cool for like five ten minutes, but after that, it just kind of gets boring. I played it for what an hour. I played it for like one mission, and then but that's it. I love Battlefront. Uh, 2015 because that's what I have a lot of memories on. I remember me and Jonah coming home from school playing that, and then when Battlefront 2 came out, that was actually one of the first games I ever got like on launch. I that, yeah, that was one of the first games I ever was excited to get besides like Overwatch, Fallen Order, 
I played I Fallen Order was good. I I grinded that game out as soon as I got it like I think it was two years ago, right? I know I kinda I got mad at it because I'm stuck on a stupid pro I have to wall jump up like the mud, but at my care like he doesn't he physically won't wall jump. I don't know if it was pushing the wrong button, but I got mad and deleted it. I might. Gi- I'm gonna give it another try soon. Whenever I just have a chance. To- I want to get. I I want to see what they have in store for Fallen Order Two because I low key want to play it. But no, EA. I think when EA doesn't shove, which also brings to another point that I have on my notes is when they don't shove microtransactions down your throat, they can make solid games. It's just. They can, but when they don't like when they like a way out. Wait, 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 Alex, hold on one second. I would play single player games. I would play single player games, but then you two want me on all the fucking time, so it's kind of really hard. I think the last one I played was GSX Human Revolution, which even if it was kind of ham fisted, I I enjoyed it, even though a lot of people didn't. Oh yeah, I forgot EA made that. But go ahead, continue on. But no. Like when EA makes games that have no transactions and like at all, like a way out. Yeah, a way out was amazing, bro. Um, there are like I just think, which also leads me to the point where microtransactions are really one of the major factors that are kind of killing gaming as a whole. Because oh, did you guys hear about NFTs? Don't even talk about a goddamn NFT. NFTs are dumb. That can be a whole other podcast, Nick. We're not talking about NFTs. Well, now YouTube, YouTube is getting into NFTs. <laughs> you guys are fucking kids. Well, no, not really fucking kids, but you guys fucking understand what NFTs are and why they're bad. I'm a young man. A young man. But no, like, it's... The thing with all these DLC, all these, like, microtransactions and all these DLC, like, quote-unquote DLCs. I say quote-unquote DLCs because half of the time what companies do, they rush a game, release what, 30% of the game and then lock the other 75% behind a paywall. Behind a um, DLCs or this and this. So, like, well, I, I can't think of the game, but there was one game that was Almost half of the game was locked behind DLC. Isn't that technically like old story games that were made, like like Minecraft Story Mode and Destiny? Destiny Two. Yeah, and most of it. I half of half of Destiny Two, from what I've seen at least, I'm not a big fan of Destiny Two. I've played it a few times with Joan and all of them, but from what I've seen, almost I'd say forty percent of that game. Or what have I seen at least was is locked behind a DLC. An expensive they, they did the same thing with the first one, because in the first one, like I played that thing since beta, and then like they the game was already kind of like being like, eh, this is this isn't my thing. But then they ripped out big portions of the story and locked it behind a paywall. I can't even access that. And then the fucking second one, when I started, I wanted to fight that new turtle bastard just to figure out that we couldn't fucking fight him anymore. It's like it's over. It's like, you want to generate the fear of missing out, all you're doing is generating the fucking fear of me getting fucking pissed off at you. I fucking immediately just, or, I'm downloaded the piece of shit. Bungie fucking, I hate Activision, and I'm starting to hate Bungie. Calm down, Jamal, don't pull out the nine. Shit. I hate them almost as much as fucking 343, which I'm glad fucking, uh, Microsoft bought out fucking Activision, but I don't feel 
passionate about Bungie anymore. Which also, I'm realizing these are tying these are tying in a lot of points I had. But back to the whole DLC, they're just expensive. Games in general are expensive. Um, like I'm looking at these, and all of them. Bro, I I bought 2K 2017 for like 60 bucks, and then gave it to my stepdad because I didn't want it. Well, I wanna I wanna bring up a point here. Do you think that Putting or making so let's say we take out the microtransactions, NFTs, all that bullshit from games. We quit the games as a service and go back to the old model. Would you be okay with paying one hundred and twenty dollars for a really good story game and multiplayer? Yes. If if I I'm I don't mind paying eighty dollars for a game that's complete, not rush, and not filled with trans microtransactions. I don't care about my I don't care if a game has microtransactions because that's how mo- like. Apex and Fortnite, they're one of the most popular, like, microtransactions, all the skins and all the, like, Fortnite, all the skins, all the emotes. That's how they make their money, because Fortnite and Apex, they're free-to-play games. They have to make their money some way. That's called games as a service, which, honestly, I, I think is kind of lackluster. Although, Fortnite kind of warmed up to me over time, and I know that's a, a hot take, but... Fortnite, I feel like, has a better version of what Apex is doing. Apex is kind of more hardcore and more... I don't like hero shooters either, by the way, but, like, that, I... It's too... Valorant is garbage. Don't ever play Valorant. I heard good things about Valorant from, like, three or four different people. Although the anti-cheat software is kind of sketchy. No. It... Right, take, take CFGO, take CSGO, right, Nick, and mix it with anime. I never played it with, or never played CS:GO, and I don't like anime in my game, so that's what I thought. I guess, I guess you got my opinion right then and there. That's what I thought, old man. I think Weebery is also a problem in games, but a podcast for another day. <laughs> but, you disappoint me. Sometimes. All right, I want to. I'm gonna first pull. I'm gonna pull us back on track. <clears throat> to what I was talking about is game just being overpriced. Um, what is it? Hell, even among us. But what do you mean by overpriced? Because games have been sixty dollars since, well, since the beginning. Well, yes. Like they haven't accounted for inflation or anything like that. And then some of these guys have bloated devs teams, which not only ruin the game but also keep that price high. And then you you factor in. I'm more talking about um. I just gaming in entirely is expensive. And that's what I'm kind of talking about. And, like, I just paid, what, $40 for this headset? No, I was just talking to you guys about. Which, and also, like, just, I don't know, some of these, it's also a matter of fact that you think after, what, um, years of being on the store, they would drop down, but no, they don't. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's what I'm more talking about. That's the thing I don't like. That's the more... Like fucking buying $20 um, as an actual disc. Like buying something from GameStop. Yeah. That's the thing I'm more talking about. Yeah, like get $20 for a disc when you gotta pay $60 for the fucking game. I'm sorry I keep interrupting you. Yeah. That's what I'm more talking about because, I mean, um, I, I just don't like... I know this is probably gonna make AJ a little bit salty, but um, a lot of the anime games I see when they're on sale, I see the there a lot of money. Yes, I know. I'm looking like right now. I always see, I like the Shinobi Striker. I see that all the time on sale for about eight dollars. 
But when I look at the actual price, like right here, Naruto Baruto, Shinobi Striker, what is it? Deluxe, I think this is the the Deluxe. Yeah, Deluxe Edition. Right now on sale, it is like it's nine dollars. But by itself on the it's ninety. Which I think is bizarre, even for a deluxe edition for a game. I still think paying ninety dollars, and that is when did Shinobi Striker come out? AJ, you probably know when it came out. I actually don't know because I I believe it was twenty seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, which to be fair, I see this game on sale all the time. So really, I feel like when people are buying it, they're buying it for the price that it's on sale. I don't think really a lot of people are buying it for the full price. But let's take another anime game, for example. I just seen another one. It was, uh... If you say Storm 4, that's because it's been out for ages now. Like, years. No, I just seen a Dragon Ball one that was, um... Dra oh, don't... Dragon Ball? I don't like Dragon Ball. I just seen it. <clears throat> Here. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, I think that's how you say it. I probably... I played it. But that, it's on sale for right now for... Um, what's it called? It's on sale for $9, but the base game, this is the base game, keep in mind, this isn't no Ultimate or Deluxe Edition. The base game is, it's 60, it's what, uh, $69.99, so $70 for the base game alone. It's like $100, man. And then Jump Force, another big game, right now it's on sale for $6, but originally it's 60 and I that what that price is fairly understandable. I can understand that price, but yeah, Jump Force wasn't even that good. I don't know. Some of these games I just think are really stupidly overpriced, and then they have all their DLC, which are what twenty dollars each. I I will agree with the Jump Force one though, because that game turned out to be garbage. Yeah, I know. I was looking at the because. I tried the demo for all of the my the my hero game, I think something like that, and I so now I get all these suggestions for all the characters and all the add-ons, and it's what three dollars a character. They have All Might as a DLC. They have Bakugo. I think they got Todoroki as a DLC. And there's what twenty characters, twenty thirty. A lot. There's a lot of characters. That's what I'm trying to say. But that <clears throat> is just gaming in general is overpriced, especially for older games. It's still crazy expensive for how much you're paying. Like I said, Black Ops 2, one of the best examples, is still $50, which I think is crazy. Yeah. Um, I got a point to make. Um, um, so frustration in video games, like game gaming nowadays, other than the bugs, other than the microtransactions, other than the fucking actual shit, like the, the time to kill, gaming has become much, much more frustrating. Like, AJ and me played For Honor. You know, that the community in there is so fucking toxic. Oh, yes. I think that... it's. I feel like the same with anything. I feel like games... There can be these really good games, but they're, they, they're looked down upon for the community, which can be said about anything. Movies, TV shows. Like, um... I know I've watched... I don't watch anime, but I, I watched one anime. It was My Hero. And I know it's a mixed rep for everybody. You either hate it or you love it. And I think, from what I've seen, I think 
from what people hate for it is the fandom. Their communities. Because, yes, I've seen it because from you guys and just I've stumbled upon it. They are very weird. Oh, I... But, and then recently, another big fandom that has been quote-unquote corrupted, I guess you could say, was the FNAF fandom. Now, it has fallen to a lot of like, weird stuff. But... Fan, fan, I feel like fandoms just a lot of fandoms ruin the games, so that's why I stay out of most of them. Yeah. Well, oh, Alex, uh, what I was talking about before, I wasn't, I tried, didn't try to make a, a thing about the actual fans of the game. I was talking about like games now are prior, prioritizing competitiveness over fun. Like you play Spyro, Crash, whatever, or even competitiveness over like story. That also brings up to one of the points I had that was just. Games are way too competitive. That's literally what I have right here on my notes. Games are way too competitive. That's it. And I feel like this one is not that very complicated. It's just, I feel like throughout the years, people have forgot what gaming was made. Gaming was made to be fun. To It was made for you and your buddies to sit down and have fun. Nothing more. But... Over the years, it's become more. It's become an esport, and just like every sport, it's really competitive. So all these games, and I think like for honor, for me that is one. For honor and siege are two of the most overly competitive games, in my opinion. There were times like you've already know you guys know the story of where I fucking got so mad I pulled a great muscle. I used to be a chill man, right? I used to be very chill. I used to not actually get like hyped up for video games. Even playing Halo nowadays, I'm I'm not as hyped. But that game, it feels like a constant uphill battle and to learn it. Had fucking Corbin never been around, we would have never um or Corbin and Oshki, I should say. We would have never gotten to where we were. It took Oski beating the fuck out of me to actually get the game down, and then after we got the game down, I still don't enjoy it. I had to learn so much. Which, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those games where you can't have fun. It's not a fun game. It's a very competitive and sweaty game, just like Siege. I... Oh, I don't care. I, it's my opinion. If you don't care, cancel me. See what happens. I don't care. And... And I guess, like, at the end of the day, that's what it's supposed to be. It's just objective. It's an opinion. Please don't bite my head off. Please don't bite the other two jackasses' head off. We're just stating opinions. You can't cancel me if I don't have a Twitter, bitch. <laughs> Come at me. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll mow you. I'll mow everyone. No, it'll, it'll, it'll fucking, he'll just walk out of his house with the fucking lightsaber. He'll give me a lightsaber. Fucking bring it. <laughs> oh, but, no, but, yeah, yeah, at the end of the day... These are our opinions, and like I've said in the past to you guys, I could care less what people think about my opinions. They're mine. Your opinions are yours. I'm not going to force you to have the same opinions as me, but... Let's talk about politics. I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't want to get in that whole fucking rabbit hole again. But anyway, uh, yeah, so... um, Go ahead, uh, give us another topic before we get talking into something we shouldn't be talking about. We don't talk about politics here, Nick. Joe Biden, that conspiracy. <laughs> like how the government's using Alexa to spy on us. <laughs> Alright, how about I'll just show you... I'll just show you can pick a topic off here, Nick. 
I think we should talk about our Lord and Savior Hog Rider. Not enough indie games, man. Like, okay, so not enough indie games. Let's talk about that one because, like, sitting here, that's some of the things they've started adding to Game Pass. Like, back on the Xbox 360, you maybe had a handful of them, but like, they're starting to add more. Like, you got Terraria now, which and a couple other ones here and there, and those are really good games. Terraria is not bad. Yes, I mean. We had what the most fun and we've had in ages playing Who's Your Daddy and Stick Fight Two and that and those are PC games. Like Who's Your Daddy is an indie game, and we had the most fun I remember having in a in like a year playing Who's Your Daddy. Even Stick Fight, like Stick Fight, even though we got we saw those bad reviews, that was fun Yo, too. That was the funniest shit, though, man. Oh my god. It truly was. Your stick fight was so good. And it's like, now, because I got a PC, I mean, I guess I could play whatever with Ryan and Gnomes, but, like, it's not the same, because now all my boys are on the Xbox, so it's like, I gotta... But it's good to actually get a good game. Yeah. I, I, was about to, I was about to say something about that. You were, like, slowly drifting away to PC, and then we yanked you back over to Xbox. You talked about actually moving fully to PC. I remember you were talking about it. You were leaving us. I was about to be angry, dude. I, I was so unhappy with, like, I don't know, the Xbox. Like, I'm used to having big groups. Like, I say it all the time when me and Ryan, like, back in the Halo days, when me and him played nothing but Halo for fucking, you know, two or three years at a time, and then Black Ops 2, we would have big-ass groups of people. We'd all talk, we'd all do this, we'd all do that. I don't get that on Xbox no more. I have to go over to PC. Yeah. And even then, uh, the PC people are like an entirely different fucking subset of people that are just too weird for even my weird ass to get along with. But I, I have no friends on the PC other than Gnomes and Run. VR chat, VR chat's like fucking really weird, man. VR chat, from what I've seen of it, is just a cult at this point. It's like I walk into a room. VR chat's on crack, dude. I meet a lot of cool people on VR chat, but, but a lot of the times that I'm walking in there is for the wrong reasons. I'm basically walking into a zoo and like, ha ha ha, look at the freak. <laughs> no. Fucking two fucking guys just make it out in the back of the room while we're the other guys upstairs hoarding cocaine. And then I got shot. Yeah, that, that whole fucking thing. <laughs> Wait, what happened? The whole thing when I got shot in the face. <laughs> He's told you this story before. I got shot in the face for saying my opinion. What did Nick, I didn't hear what Nick said. He just got up out of his chair. Quick, hijack the, hijack the podcast. Hijack the podcast. Take over. Hell Hydra. <laughs> no, but I guess one that I'll real quick start was... um Actually, wait to start that one until Nick gets here. But overhyping games. That's another one I wanted to talk about was... I know I talked to you about... Wasn't Vanguard overhyped and it turned out to be garbage? Yes, every COD game's overhyped, and then they realize it's not good. So, overhyping, which, for me, I know that brings me back to Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2 has been, be has been, is been being hyped up for, what, the past five years now? Four or five years? A while now. And I just, I'm, I'm sad that, I'm sad at word it's not going to live up to the expectations. Because, you know us, you know, gamers, we set expectations we have high expectations for games yes we set very high expectations which most time are very not believable so 
I'm more scared that these games aren't going to live up to the expectation and they're going to fall hard. Every, like every COD game has for the past for the past three years. I remember Cold War was hyped so much. And Cold War is not a bad game. It's not bad at all. It's just not what everybody wanted or expected. I came in late. What's going on? We're talking about games being overhyped and then not living up to the expectation. Well, that... That in itself, like, the, the gaming industry, like, all these fucking companies, when they rush it up, they don't give a shit. Yeah, which... Like, you see, like, downgrade graphics at uh, E3 and all that, when E3 was a thing, they would just downgrade the graphics, cut fucking big portions of the game you'll never see. Hell, even Halo Infinite dealt with that. That even, didn't, didn't even launch with all of its fucking game mode. It's still a fucking piece of shit, and then they kept trying to fucking... Yeah. I don't even want to get into that. That's a whole fucking podcast on its own. But, um... Another one last thing I want to say about the whole overhyping was one of the biggest ones that I can think of today is Battlefield 2042. That game was hyped so much. It was literally what everybody was talking about for months. And then it came out and it was dead. Don't even talk. Because Brian still plays it. Yeah, I know. I know there's still a fair amount of people that still play it, but it's not anything to what people thought it would be. Because, first, it's due to just crappy games. Games being crappy in general. It could be ten times better. No, it's... No, it's... It is what... It's first, just... It didn't live up to the hype. And that's what pushed a lot of players away, I think. And it just wasn't good. And because EA is trying to revive an already dead series. Battlefield isn't dead. Like... I can still hop on a four and three and still have a lot of fun. That also that makes me want to move to another one of the topics I have down was companies trying to revive dead games or dead franchises. Which, when I mean dead franchises, I mean franchises that haven't had new games in a while. Sure, there's still a very active like um fan base. Like I considered Battlefront 2, the Battlefront series, a dead series because they, as of right now, they're not making any more games. That doesn't mean it's. That doesn't mean there's nobody playing it. I we still get in the matches like immediately on Battlefront 2. Well, it's like too when they when they bring back some of these games, they throw in their modern politics. I don't want to get into yeah. this topic, but they throw in their modern top, and it's like some of these games are time pieces. Like they're only good in the only two. Well, not good, but they bring me back to like the early 2000s. Yeah. And it's like, you can't fit your fucking politics in there. It's like putting a fucking square cube in a circular hole. You're not kidding anywhere. You're just trying to force it down there, you know? A square cube in a circular hole. But, I know, like, because... Or they, they just don't do it correctly, like, bringing back the Battlefront yeah. 2 franchise, which or Battlefront franchise, which Battlefront is okay, I guess, like the second one, but not the first one. It doesn't feel the correct way, or... Yeah. And then they, like, if they do bring back the franchises, like they did, like, Halo Infinite did a good job by actually doing things like the grappling hook and the fucking dash oh. and upgrading the movements. But then they fucking failed in the story part, their department, which I actually didn't mind the story too much. I'm more talking of uh, companies trying to make a quick buck and bringing back old franchises without adding anything new to them. Like, there's so many. You got an example? What'd you say? Do you have any example? Because I... It's not that I'm not following you, I just... His brain's small. Mm -hmm. 
in my in my opinion, Borderlands Three was bo- the Borderlands franchise. Oh God, I'm not I'm not gonna go really into this, but I think the Borderlands franchise kind of it really truly sort of almost died in the from what one was it went from I think the last Borderlands game we had was the Telltale series, which came out probably 2016, and then 2019 we had Borderlands 3. But I didn't play the full thing. But I just think, obviously, I think Borderlands was a dead series, which I, which Borderlands 3, they, I think, nothing, I think Borderlands 3 is a good example of how to bring back a dead series, because I'm looking back at it now, and they added new stuff. They added a whole new story, new mechanics, new... They just made it new. And that's what I think is good. And what a good, like, uh, revival is. But I can't, I'm trying to think of one. Like, where is it? I know I just seen I I was never a fan of the Borderlands. I played one and I played two. And then I beat them both. But, like, they never... They never tickled my jimmies. It never got my interest. And it's like a lot of games after that. It's like games like Destiny and so on and so forth. Tried to copy them. The formula changing up. It's the only kind of looter game I would actually be interested in was Diablo. And despite people not liking Diablo 3 because of the DRM and all that shit. Uh, I actually like Diablo 3. I will always be a fan of the Diablo games. Although I wish they would have brought back the gothic horror aspect of it. Instead of making it kind of cartoony. <laughs> but I, I guess I guess you can't say I'm a Blizzard fanboy because I played that was like my first ever fucking actual game was Diablo 2 that was on my dad's PC I lost train of thought so I guess we're gonna move on alright yeah go back go ahead you're talking about Borderlands 3 yeah I said everything you wanted to say about that but I guess I'm kind of almost done with everything on my list do you have anything you really want to add Nick to um well, we're almost up to wrap up, Tom. We got about seven minutes left. Uh, yeah, the gaming industry as a whole, between the competitive shit, the constant drama, the NFTs, monetization issues, story issues, there's there's a whole lot of stuff that we can go into. And I mean, like, I can go on for hours. Because, like, I can still hop back in to things like, I can go back on the regular Xbox, because I still have it, um, and then start playing Unreal Championship and still have a fucking good time with it. And, like, again... Like, my biggest gripe, other than the actual monetary stuff, is the fun factor. None of these games are fun anymore to me. And maybe that's because I'm just an old piece of shit, but uh, it seems like... Yes, that... You almost... I I was one of the big things I can't see. I forgot about till I can't believe I forgot about this. Another big thing I want to say where games just aren't... Which is the whole point of the podcast. Games just aren't fun anymore. And it literally, I think that is basically like the headline of this entire podcast of everything we've talked about. Games just aren't fun because of what everything we've talked about the drama, games being rushed. Or for me in Pacific, games just feel the same. Like, I mean, COD games. Yeah, because they all follow the same trends. Yeah, COD games, literally. I love COD. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm a COD fanboy, I just love the games, but they all, when you boil it down, it's the exact same game every year. It's the exact same, like, the multiplayer is the exact same thing every year for COD. It's just, only thing different is usually the era of guns. Like, Cold War had Cold War era guns. 
Vanguard has World War II era guns. That's the only thing different about every COD. And I think Halo is basically almost copy and paste. It's like with Halo, from what I've played of the other games, they all kind of feel the same. And my better fanboys coming out. Okay, so one, two, three, and four. Well, yeah, they they all. I guess they have the same. It's a sandbox game. Like I. Think you realize that like fucking Call of Duty is just straight up FPS, nothing extra, I guess. Battlefield is a sandbox game. Battlefield is a sandbox game, but um, Halo is like the ultimate sandbox game. They give you all these tools they expect you just to go out and do it. There's zombies. Change things up. You've also never were fucking into it very much. You always got fucking pissed off, or you didn't fucking you got lazy with it. I'm I I've tried. I've definitely tried on my own time to play Halo and Infinite and Master Chief, but. MCC, but I thought it also is probably I've just never been a fan of Halo, I guess, but it's yeah, that's that's subjective. I just feel like a lot of games feel the same, and which also leads me to one of the last points I'm going to bring up is I think we just need more franchises, like more new games, more like because we. I don't know. I feel like because we all we all know we all know our Call of Duties, our Halos, our battlefields and all that. we we have those but i think we need you know alex i think i know what we need alex we need minecraft to like a new franchise a new fresh franchise i agree we need new stuff i don't know it's just it's pretty sad to see the state of gaming because yes i am i guess you could say an earlier like a newer gamer i guess i i got my first ever um my first ever Hogwarts. Yes, I, I did. But me, I, my first ever, my fir- the first ever gaming console we ever had was a Wii, which is pretty normal for I think kids my age is a Wii. I, I would disagree, but we're gonna go with that. I had a Wii, I had a Wii U, and then I finally got an Xbox. Yes, I had a Wii, a Wii U. And then I first I got my first ever like my own personal console when I was ten about five years ago, and it was the Xbox One S, which I, I have to this day. Mine, but it's in my closet. So I am still fairly newer to the gaming world, I guess. But it's kind of just sad to see how far it's fallen since I first got this game since. God. Oh, you think it's fucking bad for you? Just imagine how it is for me. I was here since the beginning. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm thinking in the back of my head. But it's just sad to see how far, how far gaming has fallen from what it used to be. Because I'm like Nick in his bank account. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But no, it's just it's sad to see over the years on how little they're caring Every time, because every time they start to care less and less. Because people still eat it up anyway, as long as they make a profit, who the fuck's gonna stop them? Yeah, that's the with COD. Everybody, every year, every new COD game, they're like, "We're COD's dead, we're done with COD. And they're the exact same people who say that, the next year, spend $80 on the new COD game. Yeah, they don't care, as long as they get money. So, for, because... We're, 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 you know, it's about time to end the whole thing. The, the conclusion that I've made is support indie developers because actually they know 
yeah how to make fun games Go and ahead. then the fucking triple a she deserves the rot although i'm hoping with the microsoft and activision and all these other fucking companies is going in gathering up in different groups and all that shit that things actually layer out like they we have a new game renaissance although i don't have my hopes high i haven't had my high hopes since 20 fucking 19 and we all know how that went uh but what was in 2019 that was a year before the unspecified virus of unknown origin came to destroy our shit. <laughs> yeah, the cough cough. Yes, the cough cough. But the, the, the cough cough. We call it the cough cough. I guess I, it's time to wrap up. Do you say it's time to wrap up? It's that time, boys. Yep, yep. It's time to wrap up. So with this conclusion, this was our first podcast episode. It was very poggers indeed. Edited by gnomes. Uh, I guess we're ending it here. <laughs> we will all see you all in the next episode. I don't know who's going to be all coming in. I'm sure I'll advertise it on the channel. 